All right, praise the Lord. It is my distinct honor to welcome uh, to Faith Life Fellowship Emmanuel and Astrid Sony sitting, sitting up here to my left. I want to say a few words about them, but I had to keep it short because they are doing so much. It's just overwhelming to say it in like one paragraph. So I'm going to say what I know, and then I'm going to let them share some of the things they're doing all over the world. It's amazing. So Dr. Emmanuel Sony is a minister of the word, cross-cultural leader, and Bible school promoter. He is the founding pastor and the bishop of Restoration Church, a fast-growing, Christ-centered, Bible-based, and mission-oriented holistic family. Bishop Sony is the president of Restoration International Embassy, a branch of Sony Restoration Ministries International, a network of churches, ministries, and community development and missionary programs. He is a revivalist, yeah, and dynamic speaker with thousands of conversions, deliverance, and healing miracles worldwide. Presently, he is based in the United States as a revivalist missionary with his wife, Pastor Astrid, and their four children. Amen. Welcome, Emmanuel Sony and his wife, Astrid. Wow. Thank you, Pastor Scott. Thank you. This is home. This is our church in Wilmington. Anytime we are in the, in the area, you'll see us, even if uh, we sneak in. <laughs> we love you, and uh, it's so good to be friend, have friends like you for a long time, of course, through the uh, Leonard family, and uh, we couldn't miss this event. It was a great thing. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Spencer. You are the reason why we are here, right? <laughs> and uh, enjoying the the beach here. Uh, we, we, really, we really appreciate your love and uh, your um, desire to share with you what God is doing around the world. We also pray that uh, the Lord will expand this work. What? Wonderful. A few years ago we were here. This place has changed. Congratulations. Thank you. Our children, um, of course, yesterday Rosette was here, but the other one, they are still in, uh, in Florida. They sent their greetings, and all the members uh, of our families around the world, it's uh, really a pleasure. They appreciate, they know that we are here. They know, and they've been praying, because uh, we share with them that this family, this part of the body of Christ, you, through the learners and everybody, you were the very instrumental when we moved to America. We didn't know what to do. Really, we didn't know what to do. <laughs> Literally. And uh, you put our feet on the soil of America. So we will always be grateful for that. This is the first place we came to celebrate our first Thanksgivings. It means a lot for, for pilgrims. Thanksgiving. <laughs> so, this is home. We really love you, and um, thank you for keeping on doing the work of God, and especially for being a support for Mary and Sarah and Joe and Zeke. And now the family is growing. We, had, we saw new babies. Oh, my God. But remember, I'm Uncle Sonny. This is uncle. This is your African uncle. Your dad, when we were traveling with him, we traveled with him everywhere. We just like this crazy two people. <laughs> and he will always introduce, he said, this is my brother. And the day I was born, my mom drank a lot of milk. So I, this way. <laughs> and uh, of course, my mom drank a lot of chocolate. That's how we, we look different. <laughs> what a wedding yesterday. It was a different thing. That's my first time to see that kind of preacher. God bless. But Daniel? David. David. Pore. Pore. It was great. Thank you very much. To this morning, I want to share with you, just to go straight to the word, the message is the measure of faith that we need to move mountains. The measure of faith that is needed to move mountains. Everyone want to 
face mountains and things that are very hard or challenging, and we always have to know that there is a way, either to go around the mountain or to move the mountain, or whatever, something has to happen. And uh, we, we know that the people of the world use bulldozers and some crave things. We went to Norway. We saw those kind of tunnels. My God, these people, they are, they were amazing. We traveled across the whole country, and the brother was driving us. I said, we are the Vikings. We can kill <laughs> it. I said, because they don't move the mountain. They just go around the mountain, or they go into the tunnels. Wonderful, wonderful. So people can do a lot, but there's a little bit way that is, I don't call it a shortcut, but that's God's best way. Mountain can be moved by faith. Mountains, I'm not just talking about physical mountains, but any kind of situation in life that we go through that can seem impossible. Your pastor preached a message about uh, nothing is impossible. And someone heard that on his broad, uh, podcast. It works. Thank you. Thank you. I had someone came here because of that message. So I may not be to that extent, but uh, anyway, praise God. And thank you for having us again and again because our English is a little bit different. We speak French, but I, I love it because when I speak this way, everyone have the Make sure, whatever is he trying to say, and you will understand. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I asked, uh, I sent a scripture, if you can put that for me, Matthew chapter 16, uh, uh, 17, yeah, from verse 14 to 21. And they came, and, uh, uh, and when they had, Come to the multitude, a man came to him, kneeling down to him and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is an epileptic and suffering severely. For he often falls into the fire and even into the water. So I brought him to your disciples, but they couldn't do kill him. Then Jesus answered and said, Oh, faithful and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long will I be here with you? Bring him here to me. And Jesus rebuked the demon, and it came out of him, and the child was cured from that very hour. Then the disciple came to Jesus privately and said, why couldn't we cast it out? So Jesus answered to them, because of your unbelief, for assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith as a master seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. However, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. I can imagine that man with his son went through all the troubles of life trying to get solution to his problem. When I look at him, I always think of my parents. Myself, I was born with a very big defect, genetic or something. To describe a little bit of what I was born with today is almost, I can describe it as autism and Down syndrome. I couldn't focus, I couldn't speak, shaking every time, having saliva from my mouth. And I, I was like that for almost 16 years. And my parents did all their best. They were ministers, Baptist ministers, Baptist. They always say Baptist from, from all. <laughs> and uh, they tried. They, they believed that what the medicine can do, that there were no solution. Actually, 
when you look at where uh, I was born, and that is the Congo, in the jungle of Congo. If today, even in America, people are still struggling to find a solution to that, what about the, over there? But thank God they loved me, they cared for me, they paid everything, I broke everywhere, you know, those kind of people, when children, when they come somewhere, they just, yeah, I, I was that. It, it was a big burden for them. Until, by the grace of God, in 1978, I read the book written by T.L. Osborne about uh, healing the sick. And uh, I hand copied the book because that was the only copy in the jungle. And then I gave it back to the owner who was going the next day. I was healed. That's how the miracle happened in my life. And I became this handsome, look, the I look today. I, should, I was not this way. I was just kind of... Praise God. So there is nothing impossible with God. And he made that tattering person a preacher going around the world, giving the testimony of what Jesus can do. So that parents came with a son who were epileptic or whatever, how the gospel describes it. And he came to the disciple of Jesus while Jesus was in the mountain with John and Peter and James praying. And then they couldn't solve the problem. And Jesus coming down from the mountain met the, the man came and kneeled down and said, please have mercy on me. I believe, but I have a problem with belief because I've been believing and trusting and asking and they didn't give me the answer. Can you do something for my son? And Jesus cast that spirit out of the stone and he, at the very hour that boy stood and was made whole. So the disciples are like me. If you try and didn't work, don't just say, okay, uh, it's part of life, let's go on, uh, take it easy. No, they said, Jesus, you have to explain to us what does it take to get a result. Hallelujah. I think that's the way your pastor is. He's a science man and the faith. He, he won't make sure that it must be a way. <laughs> it must be a way. How, how come? Why we didn't succeed doing this? In a way, because Jesus rebuked them about their unbelief. And the man even said, help me with my unbelief. And Jesus said, there is a problem with faith here. And uh, he told them that this faith needs to be measured a measure of faith. And he said that if you have that measure of faith, I'm talking about the master seed measurement of faith, you can move mountain. Before I came here, I bought something that will give some of you an idea of that measurement that was. Please bring that. It's a bottle that you use in your place. It's one, some of those like Sarah is a good cook. She did a great cake for her own. So this is master seed. Can you share with you and have an idea? Every grain of this is the measure of faith that Jesus said we have to have to move mountain. Yes, that's the master seed. That's exactly what Jesus said. I'm talking about the little grain you see. That's the measure that Jesus said we should have to move mountains. I have an idea. Think about that. In Romans chapter 12, verse 3, Jesus said, uh, Paul said that God has given, has provided to everyone a measure of faith. So faith is measurable. Is that word English? Yes. You can have a measure of it. I, I like what uh, Strong says about the word measure. Let me get, get that. The, the Greek word is, is French. In French, we call maître, meter. 
the Greek word is metron. That here you have inches. I don't know where did that come from, but um, <laughs> but in in in, uh, in Greek that word measure means this. Metron is a measure, an instrument for measuring, is a vessel for receiving or determining the quantity of things, whether dry or liquid, is a graduate staff for measuring, a measuring rod. But in French, we have a measuring rod that we call metre, one meter. It's, I don't know how many inches of feet it has. I think three. Three. Point. Three. Yeah, three point? Three. Three point three. That's meter, measure, exactly. The, that, that is the unity of measurement. But also it means a rule, a standard of judgment. It is an extent, determined extent, a portion, a measure of something that is required. This is what is required, a measure, a required measure, or a due, a fit. If you have this, then it's correct. And Jesus, answering to that question, said, if you want to see that kind of miracle, this is the measure. The measure has to be exactly the small grain that you have in your hands. Wow. Think about that. Is it big or small? Small. Tiny. Look at it. Look at it again. Is it just what it takes to move a mountain? It's hard for some of us who live in Florida and Wilmington to figure a mountain. But if you go to Switzerland, to Norway, you have an idea. I was preaching in France, that's what we minister most. And a, a Frenchman, he was saying that our ancestors used to have a lot of faith and they used this verse where Jesus said, move the mountain, move them. We move a lot of mountain and then we throw it in the sea and it, it birthed England. Well, you know, they are very proud of themselves, even if they don't believe. They are, in their unbelief, they are very proud. <laughs> Pray for us. It's just a big work. Mary was there, and uh, Sarah, you know. It's a tough place. Yeah. Uh, even in their unbelief, they're very proud. I'm just like, how come? He said, yeah, I don't believe. I like it. How come? So pray for every missionary who is working in that part of the world. What we do, my wife, myself, and my family, and uh, our church has a work that uh, the Lord has sent us to do in the villages of Europe. We don't go in big cities like Paris or in the very remote areas. Because there are 250,000 villages in Europe without any presence of Christian whatsoever. I'm not talking about present of Christianity. Because Christianity, you have cathedral, chapels, and all those things. And the, the street has the name of the saints, but there is no saint dwelling in. Yeah. The, so it's, it's, it's hard. The, it's, it's a big work. Please pray for that. And uh, the next time when the border will be open, if you can come with us, you have an, an idea what it means for the burden of the work over there. There were the people who experienced the revival and the, the work of God, but now they have gone way astray. That gives us an idea as America. We have to pray that we not come to that point. We have to really continue pressing on. Those people that saw the revival in the early, I can say, earlier reformation and things like that. But today, yeah, it's a wilderness. Spiritually, it's dead. 
uh, we go there and try to minister to those people. It's a place that you can easily get discouraged because when you look at it, seems that there is no, nothing is pushing forward. But we need the faith. And then uh, I was saying that Jesus said if we just have the measure of that faith, we can move mountain. I love the fact that Jesus didn't say if you have the road, a staff, a stick, an iron, he said seed. Because in a seed there is life. A seed can multiply. A seed is better than the baking soda or baking powder. I love to see what baking powder can do. You have a little bit of, what do you call the, the flour, and you put some water. And if you keep it that way, when the water dries up, it's just something, a little bit kind of stone. But if you put the baking soda or flour, flour no, baking, the dough, no, no. If you, the yeast, the yeast inside, it will make it grow and burst. And that is the power that is in that simple chemical. How much more a seed that is a living thing that can grow. So faith, according to Jesus, the measure that we have to have is a measure of a living thing as tiny as a seed that we keep it alive. Even if it look like dead, you have some in your hands. But if it's put on a good ground, it can do miracles. It become a tree. It has life inside. And Jesus said, if you want to see the mountain move, you need those kind of, this, kind, this measure of faith. Not a dead faith, but a faith that is like a, a grain that has life inside. And he said the master seed is the measurement God is asking from you. The disciple asked him in Luke chapter 17, verse 5, Lord, increase our faith. Increase our faith. It's been a prayer for many people. I want to have big faith. Maybe you, not you, but in many places I see people, please God, give me big faith. Increase our faith. And Jesus said, yes, this is how I want it to be. Verse 6, it says, so the Lord said, if you have faith as a master seed, wow, you can say to this mulberry tree, pull out by the root and be planted in the sea. Then we will have a farm of mulberry on the sea. <laughs> and it obey. But I like the fact that you can, Jesus is answering to that prayer of increase our faith. He said, you don't need that much. Just make it alive as a master seed. This is the measure, according to Jesus, that we need to move mountain, to do exploits. I've been in, in a situation that I came to understand sometimes what we call big faith or a result of resulting in miracles is just a way for us to explain that it's been marvelous or we have done something. But the truth is, we have to have the faith of small child. A small child, a small children believe that his father can do anything. His mom can do anything. I remember the first time I saw a dead man come to life in my ministry. I'm talking ministry, but back then I was just a, a, a student at the, co at the college. We were praying, and uh, we asked 
uh, some brothers and sisters to have a night vision. That, uh, um, we used to do a lot of those kind. I think America needs more of those too. You know, sometimes when they tell people here, yeah, you're going to fast, they say, okay, I'm fasting from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Then I have back breakfast. That's why they have a lot of breakfast. They break their fast. <laughs> okay. Uh, you love me anyway, I know. But that day we have to pray all night prayer. That's what we call prayer in the visual. We're praying all the night. Lord, we want to see you. You are the God of impossible. Nothing is impossible with you. As we were praying, singing, I was the one preaching, leading the group. I said several times, nothing is impossible with Jesus. Everything is possible. And uh, close to the place where in the meeting there were a clinic. You know, over there you don't have air conditioning, so it's easy to communicate even from one house to another because... You know, there is nothing like, um, yes, <laughs> soundproof. <laughs> so as I was preaching, in the clinic that was close there, a lady came with her son, and then um, the doctor tried, and the, the son died, like very early in the morning, or around like 5 a.m. But while they were in the hospital, she heard all my preaching when we were in our uh, night feature. So after the doctor said, okay, uh, we, there is nothing we can do, and you can take the cups of your, boy, your son and go, because they, they didn't have like a place to, in the mortuary. So you just take the body to the house and then organize the funeral, and the next day uh, you just bury the the cops. So she took the baby and said, okay, but these guys who have been praying all night, they said there is nothing with their God. Let me go with this cop. And as we were trying that to close our prayer pray meeting, they said, okay, brother, we have been, it was great, and thank God our faith is big. Jesus is wonderful. See you next. The lady came in with the baby and said, no, stop, stop, stop. You have not done. You are not done. I need my son back to life. I heard you say, your God, your God, nothing is impossible. I said, okay, wonderful. This is like, we're going to try exactly what we have been preaching. When there is nothing, you just feel like it works. And then, bang, you have the case in you. So I said, okay, uh, brother, let's. Rise up and pray, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. Nothing happened. We prayed and prayed. 5 a.m., 6 a.m., nothing was happening. I said, okay, mom, uh, we think that, uh, you know, the will of God, God knows how he wants to strengthen our faith. And <laughs> you know how we try to always kind of make it uh, all reason about that. The mom said, no, 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 no. When you were preaching during the night, you never said that is an, an alternative. You said your God can do everything. Nothing is impossible. I want to see my son back to life. I said, mom, you were not with us. You're not part of us, but we tried, and then uh, that's it. He said, I'm not going. I'm sorry. 7 a.m. Now she's taking as as hostage. <laughs> Something like that. He said, you're not leaving this place. I need my son back to life. And the whole area had already that that son just died, passed away in the, in the clinic. So the people were coming, gathering, said, no, this is going to be an embarrassment. We said, okay, mom, uh, we think we have to help you organize the funeral, and uh, as we were seeing people running to their home, and their home was not very far from where we were, we took, I took the, that, that corpse, and that 
sound. And with them, our team said, okay, let's go. And she was following in the back. He said, no, not about my son, not about Fiston, Fiston, no. Everybody was saying Fiston. I said, what is Fiston? So we knew that that's the boy's son's name was Fiston. And we came to the place or the house, and we said, okay, now we're going to organize the funeral for them, sing some songs, and help them. That's the way we do things over there. As we were singing, I felt myself, God, we just said that nothing is impossible with you. What is this? The body was laid there. I said, I came close. I said, Fiston, rise up. And the boy stood. I ran. Everybody said, what is happening here? So when I look at it, I wonder, did I really believe it? Because I was the first to run away <laughs> when it happened. But just God knew. It was just a little bit of that master seed's measure of faith to make Faston come back to life. I don't know what you are going through. I don't know what is happening in your life. Maybe it's about money, about whatever a disease or a program, a plan. There is a mountain that you need to see move. The Bible gave us a clear measure of the faith that we need to see those kind of miracles happen. And that seed is planted in us the day we receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior. In 1 John chapter 5, from verse 1, we say, if someone is born of God, if someone becomes a child of God, he has the power to have victory over the world. And the Bible said the, very, the victory that will overcome the world is even our faith. Yeah. And whoever believes in Jesus as the Lord and Savior, had the seed. Because, remember, Paul said, to everyone, God has appointed a measure of faith. I know some have the gift of faith. Others have this kind of miracle kind of, but at least every believer in Christ has the measure that is enough, that is like the measure of the master's seed. The faith that we receive and having Jesus in us. Jesus is the living God. By his word, when we receive him, the Bible says, whoever has received the word has the power to become a son of God. To do the very thing Jesus did. Today, I'm challenging each one of us to ignite that little faith that is as small or as big as the seed. Because it has life. A believer has Jesus in him. And that power that we have can give us enough energy in the gamma, the power to overcome to move mountain, to change the drug addict to become sober yeah. instantly, to change things that are impossible, to remove disease yeah. because we have the power that is in the seed of Jesus. Jesus is real. As I told you, I am myself a living proof of what God can do. I just read a book. Nobody laid the hands on me, and I was instantly healed because they were received in that message. Every time we preach the gospel of Jesus, we expect Jesus to do the miracle, not because we are strong, but we have planted a seed. I like the way Theolos Bon used to put it. He said, I am a young boy, a farmer from Oklahoma. Everywhere I travel around the world, I plant the seed of faith. 
That's how we have miracles everywhere. I've traveled with T.L. Osborne in many nations and continents. I've seen crowd and seed of people. I've seen all kind of miracles happen everywhere. The couple work, the plant the seed, the death here. Because of the seed. Faith is seed. If you plant it in our lives, it produces. If we plant it in the lives of other people who can listen to us, let's speak faith, not doubt. Proclaim it. Plant it. Water it with the word of God. The preaching. Come to the church where a church like this where it's faith life, of course, is a place where your faith can be watered. Not walk it down, but water to grow up. Hallelujah. Because I've seen some churches where they water the whole message and it becomes like useless. I'm talking about not preaching the truth, not preaching the reality, the boldness of faith in Jesus. You know, they try to reason with everything. You know, understand in those days there were no medical uh, uh, science, like was not very developed like today. No. The need of people is, are the same today as it used to be back then. The problems are even bigger today. Made it, the disease in those days has few names, maybe 100 names. But today, the name, they, have, they have completed all the names that now they have initials. That one is suffering from B, T, D, and D. And D. Okay. What is the problem? Because the connection of many diseases and complications. Hallelujah. But the Bible says in Jesus we have the name that is above anything that can be named. There are people thinking of new names today at Hopkins or University, Barclays or wherever, Wuhan or wherever. They are trying to, to get a name of a disease these days. But there is a name that is above any other name. The name of Jesus. When Paul Peter went to that temple and saw that man crippled. He said, gold and silver I don't have, but what I have, I have the name. I have the name. I have the name. In the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. And the man jumped, hallelujah. The name that is above any other name. And the people were asking, what did you do? Are you, what, what, how kind of life were you living, Peter, before that happened? He said, no, it's not about us. It's about the name. The power that is in the name of Jesus. That name has made this man to be whole. Hallelujah. Use the name as you plant the faith that is like a master seed. I'm believing God that he's going to solve your problem, whatever you are going through. It can be financial, it can be disease, it can be something that is disturbing your family or whatever, relationship, connection, things that you want to see happen. Let my God move that mountain because of your faith, because of a seed. If it's planted somewhere, it will grow. And it will create a crack on the rock and come out. I'm praying for that crack to happen. When I look at the church in America, I said, this church needs a seed that will create a crack. Because it has become like very hard to change things. Everybody has a way to do things. Some of us are Finding very hard to work here anyway, because it's just everything is like. But I pray that there will be a crack because of the seed of faith. May the Lord help you and plant that seed everywhere. Proclaim that seed, water that faith seed. It will grow and it move mountains. We have seen that all over the world. It will work in your life. It's my prayer to this morning. Can we stand and believe God for his touch in our lives? Whatever you're going through, whatever the mountain in front of you, 
a mountain of death, of money, of disease, whatever relationship, something that is hard, even a behavior, an addiction, that you don't know what to do, the mountain of bills, the mountain of medication. There are people who are completely captive of medication. I'm not against, against science or medicine, but if it becomes something that you cannot get rid of, you need faith Amen. to blow it out. Amen. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, I pray today. You are the God who said, if our faith is measured, metron, metron, the very recipient, the very measure of a master seed. As I said today to these people, they need just that small quantity. Lord, I pray that today they will see a miracle. Let the mountain be moved in the name of Jesus. Mountain of doubt, move. Get out of their life. Mountain of disease, move. Get out of their life. Mountain of uh, bills, of problem of money. I get out, got you out. Go in the name of Jesus. Every demonic powers, I cast you out. Go. You have no right to bother, to disturb, to disturb the life of this one who are hearing this message, as they are hearing life, or those who are hearing through Facebook or whatever, I pray that your power, Jesus, will touch them and set them free. Let the burden be removed. Let the mountain be removed in the name of Jesus. Receive your healing. Receive your freedom. Receive your freedom. Receive Hallelujah. Let's pray. If you pray on tongue, that would be wonderful. If something has blocked back after you, maybe you can prophesy now. Let the power of God that is in the seed, that is in Jesus, work miracles and signs and wonders in your life. I pray that God will use you, use this church also. To reach out to people, to reach out to area, to this area, to all the drug addicts. Let them be set free in the name of Jesus. Let the Lord God see you through with the power that is in the name of Jesus. I break the power, the yoke of the enemy. Let's be removed. Have faith and have the result of the faith. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for healing those people. Thank you for the healing of the back pain that vanished now and gone and come back no more. Thank you for releasing that young child of all the disturbing spirit that makes him to not sleep well. I proclaim a new time. I pray that I proclaim that man who have had sleepless nights that he will, he will sleep as a baby in the name of Jesus. Receive the freedom. Every bipolar spirit I carry out, go and come back no more in the name of Jesus. Let a new season start in you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. After I've prayed, some of you feel like you need to be touched or a laying of hands. I'm available for what God Jesus said. You shall lay your hands on the sick and they shall recover. Some of you, not just because you are sick, but the Lord wants to fill you with the power of the Holy Ghost. If you need that, 
you can step forward and I pray and we'll be done in a few minutes. Hallelujah. Yes. If you are coming, come now. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Yes, yes, yes. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Yes, come, 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 come. Let him have his hand. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Before I pray for these ones, there are some people there who have never received Jesus. No, that's where the seed comes in. As Lord and Savior, He died on the cross for that, for you to become a child of God. If you have never done that, I want you to come to Him also. I said, Lord Jesus, I need you. That's how I need your seed in me. Save me. Forgive my sins. Make me a child of God. You can do that. You can say it aloud wherever you are, even those following us through the, the, the media. Jesus will forgive you and make you a child of God. The Bible said whoever, those who received him has given them the power to become the child, the children of God. Thank you, Jesus, for saving these ones. Thank you, our Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. They are born of heaven now. And they have the power. Because the very power that overcome the earth is our faith. That overcome the world is our faith in Jesus. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving those who have cried unto you. As I pray tonight, this morning, Lord, for these ones who are coming, are for being filled by the power of the Holy Ghost, or their faith be in strengthened, and some need your healing power. The mountain move, I proclaim it is done. Because of what you did at the cross of Calvary. You died. You took our disease and our infirmities. And by your straps, we are healed. I proclaim a new season for these ones. I proclaim it, Lord Jesus, as I lay my hands on them. Let your power touch them and confirm the healing there healing now. Their healing now. Their restoration in whatever is their needs. You said it and obey to do it and you would proclaim and make it happen. In the name of Jesus, receive. Hallelujah. Thank you Lord Jesus. Receive in the mighty name of Jesus. Receive in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Receive in the name of Jesus. Please catch it. Hallelujah. Receive in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Receive in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Huh? Hallelujah. Receive. Your music wonderful. You can go on. I don't know that one, but thank you, Pastor. God bless you. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You can go back to your seats. And I feel like some of you need to just by faith, you know, like in your Bible or somewhere, just write down today. I was prayed for, and I believe I receive, you know, fill in the blank, whatever you're believing for. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, when you get in the glory, you don't want to get out, you know, especially when it's raining outside. 
Tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to speak a blessing over everybody, but you don't have to leave. You don't have to be in a hurry. Father, oh, yes, yes, so sorry. We want to take up an offering, if you would sit down, for the Sonys. And um, sorry I didn't ask you this before, but if they're writing checks, do they make it out to the Sony Restoration? Restoration. Just make it out to Faith Life Fellowship. Put in the four, the Sonys, and we're going to write them one check. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, I had a, uh, I had a dream last night. I didn't realize what it was about until Astrid started handing out the mustard seeds, but I had a, it's like a pill container. You know, I take supplements, and so it looked like one of my supplement containers. But I opened it up, and I poured it out, and it was little seeds. They fell on the ground. And in the dream, I said, I need those seeds. I need those seeds. So I got down on my hands and my knees, and I picked up all the seeds and put them in my hand. They were just about the size of a mustard seed. And I poured them back into the container and I said, I'm going to take these seeds. And I know what the meaning of that dream is now. And by the way, I ate the seeds you gave me. Just, wanted, just me, I just want to see what mustard seed tastes like. So they taste like mustard, you know. <laughs> All right. Everybody had an opportunity to give. Pardon my emotional outburst. It's just me. I've always been a crier. Always. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we bless every person in this place today. We say they're blessed in the city. They're blessed in the field. They're blessed going out. They're blessed coming in. Everything they put their hand to shall prosper. No weapon formed against them shall prosper. No evil shall befall them. No plague come nigh their dwelling. Father, you give your angels charge over them to keep them in all their ways. With long life, you will satisfy them and show them your Yeshua. Show them your salvation. Holy Spirit, I thank you that you lead and guide them into the gifts and callings of God that you have placed upon their life. Father, I release them to your care until I see them again. In Jesus' name, amen.